0: This is episode number nine of the Life of Football podcast. In this episode, we talk about Cole Fuller and the changes he's making to the Gaston County football program. We also discuss Coach Willie Simmons and the things he did at Shanks while as a player. We also discuss the importance of self-discipline as a player on and off the field and how it can help you further in life we thank you guys for coming and joining us listening to this episode please come back again next sunday and if you haven't listened to all the other episodes when you have the chance or you get time go and listen to the previous episodes i will assure you you will enjoy them so sit back relax and enjoy the show What's up, big time? Episode number nine. Better get up and get on your grind and get your shine. I'm your host,
1: Mike Fee. Welcome to the Life of Football Podcast. This your boy, Simo Street coming out of bar. I told, baby, Polk County in the building. And, yes, sir, we are in the building. So, I want to tell y'all boys about Lakeland, man. Lakeland High School. Everybody in the state know about them. Really, probably a lot of schools across the country know bottom. Bill Castle been running that program for years now. They've been – they done produced some of the top players. We got the Pouncey Twins right now. They be, they went to the Pro, Bro, Pro Bowl this past Pro Bowl in January together. I don't know how – and they was on the same team. So they ain't been on the same team since they played with the Gators. And now you got another set of uh, – Lakeland boys going to school. You got, I believe, three of them signed with the Gators this year, and then you got the, probably the number one running back in the country. If he ain't the number one running back, he got to be in the top five. Bowman, man, Bowman is that boy. He down there running the add the ball. Every time I talk to him, uh Fizz, I tell him, hey, you got to see this running back, Bowman. That boy is smooth. He could run, he got that vision. And the thing about him, I sorta of like him well, I like him, not sorta of like him, but I like him. But one of the things I like about him, he he almost like that that boy Jacobs for Alabama, but at the same time, he also has vision. You could you could almost say vision like Emmett Smith, where he be finding them holes and get up out of there. So I really been liking in the past few games I done seen him play when the season was going on, and just to not even know his ranking, just to watch him, I knew he was top notch. And I called for again, like, "Hey man, boy, when you get the chance to see this boy, look him up. He bad." Now I knew about the defensive end that went to um, to committed to Florida, but I didn't. And then I knew about the tight end that committed to uh, Florida. Now, I didn't know that they had a um, lineman that was that good as well that went to Florida. Now that 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 caught me off guard. Now I know Bowman was busting out of some big old lanes, but I I that still caught me off guard. So, what Lakeland has established established here in Polk County is when you see that L on their helmet, you already know for the night. You surely about to take an L. I don't even think them boys expect to lose. Like, I know, I know that sounds crazy, but sometimes when you playing teams, you kinda of like, dang, boy, we got uh Lakeland today all uh, Boy, we got North Florida Christian today all uh, Boy, hey, we got that uh Northwestern um Bulls down there. So when you face them teams, you already know you got to bring your A game or they finna tell you an R-Plant. They finna tie you up. So what Bill Cows has built is been steady. No matter who you, no matter what players come through there, that program is rolling. One day I decided I want to go into their locker room. I, I, I'm from Barto, so I I, I want to see what Lakeland looked like. Now, I ain't, I ain't, you know, I don't care for all that orange and black, because I'm orange and blue. But when I went into there, It was like a different place. It was like, man, these boys—they got the locker room set up nice. They got pictures of all the ball players that came through. They got your stats up there. Who lifting weights hard? Who, you know, where you rank at, and everything in place, man. It's like it's like a baby college deal. Everything Mm -hmm. is on point. The whole system is. They they feel look amazing. The scoreboard amazing. And when they practice, man, and, and when they start practicing, the way he have the practice going is really almost like you at a college game. I believe, really, what well, they done did it. You could put them up against a lot of teams in the country, and they gonna win. They just that good. They they that sound. Bill Castle got that program rolling. I I actually wonder. Who gonna take over the program when he leave? But basically, I almost want to say Lakeland run the state, but I know surely they run Polk County. Everything go through them when you in Polk County. What 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 you got going up there in, in North Florida? North Florida, what you got going? Hey hey
0: hey hey! I I, I always heard, and the people who have paid attention to college football. I mean, not college football, but high school football. We This, this, this episode, we strictly high school football, this episode. And we're going to talk about a few more things later on. But right now, we strictly high school football. If you're from the state of Florida, you always heard of these certain teams in these certain schools. And there's reasons why. Every school in every county, if you want a championship program, I suggest that coach go study these teams. And I just want to speak on these teams for a few seconds. I always heard like Seymour More the Lakeland Dreadnought. I always heard of Armwood. I always heard about Jacksonville Bowl, St. Thomas Kuiana, Miami Northwestern, even even Lincoln, you know, the league controlled they right here in Tallahassee though. Uh Lake City Columbia. You know these certain teams, they they got a certain brand of football, and if I was a high school coach, I need to know what's going on. But it's a certain process how they running these programs. Like Simo said, they running it like a college. They running the systems professional. They running it top notch. So with, with that being said, you know we want to show love to them high schools, and for North Florida. I got to give a shout-out to these guys right here. they from my hometown, Quincy, Florida, one time for the Q time. These guys are doing great jobs. And they're building their billionaire program, they said you got Leroy Smith. He's over there in Jefferson County, coaching at Jefferson County Tigers. This man signed 12 players, which I think they said that was all his seniors, all 12 signed. I mean, yeah, you know, most of them went to a JUCO, but you had the other three guys. One went to Albany State, one went to Tennessee State, and one went to Huntington College. Huntington, that's a uh, school in Montgomery. It's like a NAIA D3 school in Montgomery, Alabama. But that's what every coach should do or strive to do. Every coach should strive to make sure – I'm going to make sure all y'all boys get out of these little small towns or wherever you're from. I don't care if you're from a big city. They should make sure you have an opportunity and a chance to go play ball. And you got Coach Simmons, Willie Shotgun Simmons, he the coach over there at uh, FAMU, Florida A&M University right now. He doing his thing. Now, that's not a high school, but he's from Quincy. And, you know, he went off to college and he did his thing. He he growled he up and he rolls up through the ranks, and, you know, he's doing a magnificent job over there. And you got the gas and kind of Jaguar, And I really hope this year everything turn around for him. I really hope they go to the state championship this year. I don't want to hear nothing less, nothing less. And they got a magnificent lead over there this year. Now, this guy, he's coached over there before. He goes by the name of Corey Fuller. Corey Fuller, he's from Tallahassee. He played at Rickers High School. He went on to play at Florida State, had an awesome career at cornerback, and then he went on to play plenty of years in the NFL at cornerback. And he's bringing an attitude in a program professional way of handling business at Gaston County High School. He's trying to... And I see him. I see Core Fuller. He's trying to build a top nice program over there. And I know a lot of guys we have over there, <clears throat> I mean, for the students, they always go to Tallahassee and come to school. And which I don't, I don't knock them for that, but I mean... Corey is building something amazing over there right now. He's doing it from the bottom up. He's starting with the groundwork. I see the guys online and the Twitter, and I I see the moves that he's making. And, fellas, let me tell y'all something. Y'all need to get on board. Follow this man. He's leading in the right direction. But y'all need to do y'all part as well. Try to recruit some of these guys who are going over here or who are at schools in Tallahassee, man. Try to recruit them. Because I'm telling you, he's building something very special over there. I'm talking about, <laughs> I see it. And I just want everybody else to get on board with it, too. I'm going to try to start doing my best to do, you know, try to see what I can do. I'm going to try to start figuring out some things, you know, we need to donate or... I need to go, you know, come speak to the guys or something man, something I know I I can do. Something we could do. And I got a few ideas, but I'ma say that for another date and time. And really, as a matter of fact, you know what? It always been like that. Kids always from Gas and County went over to Leon kind of going to school. And most of the time, like I said, it was the parents pushing the kid over to Leon County because of the education, in which I, hey, I can't knock that. You know, they, and it's always been like that for years. They, they claim the education ain't up the par as far as the learning system or whatever the County may have going on. But that's where I'm, I'm from over there. You know, I went to school with Shanks all the way from pre-K all the way up to graduate twelfth grade. And I think I came out fine. But like I said i never knock a parent for doing that. But a lot of y'all guys come over here to these schools and ball out. I'm talking about ball out of control. And I wish just for once, man, everybody stayed in the hometown. Everybody stayed in Gaston and County and just fought through it. And and like I said, yeah, Like I said, if the education part need to come up the par, they need to do that. But I want us to have a Lakeland dreadnought type of organization going on or Madison County going on. But with Core Fuller doing, I think he can do that. Now Core Fuller, he was he was at Gaston County before, but it was East Gaston. Then he left and a few boys went with him. And I don't blame him, you know. He, he, I mean, he did a, he did a great job at East Gas before he went to Gaby. He went to a school in Tallahassee called Garvey High School, and he balled back to back years. His first year at Gaby, they went undefeated during the season. And uh, matter of fact, no, I think they lost one. No, I think they lost one game. I think to Lincoln. And this past year, they went undefeated in the season, but. I want him to bring that same thing to Gas and County. And I believe he can do it. And he he's already doing a magnificent job right now. It's a shame. And I hate to say this, but Gas and County didn't even, I don't know if they had really invested in their program. They didn't, they didn't even have a. a no Twitter page or Instagram, you got to, I know people say that's social media. No, you got to have that stuff nowadays. And the reason being because college coaches want to see that. These guys want to promote themselves as well for, you know, to, to the colleges. And a lot of them, you know, that's where they go look at to see what these guys got going on. On the not just on their social media page, but on the school's social media pages. That's how they have contact with the school. But uh, man, not only has Core Fuller started that, started them to Twitter and Instagram. He he getting them a new weight room. That's what I'm talking about, man. He building the program, and not only that. Look at that. That's most of he got. He got a strength and conditioning coach. You usually don't have this in high school now. This man about a strength and conditioning coach. That's his only job. He don't teach at the school or none of that. He just come over there and get them guys right, even though this guy, I I read up a little bit on him. He has a company that he does this anyway. But he's going to be doing the strength and conditioning every day, day in and day out for the Gaston County Jaguars football program. And that's great. And see, you need that in order to build a team, build a uh, program, especially nowadays. I mean, look what Seymour was saying about Lakeland. You need that. You got to have almost a year-round program type of thing. You got to have these kids. in. You, you got to have them in tune with what you got going on and feel like they gonna achieve something. Because uh, otherwise, man, them boys just out there, like, man, I ain't finna be at this school. I ain't going nowhere. Don't, matter of fact, I don't even think Gaston kinda had nobody to sign a scholarship this year. I don't think. Now, I might be wrong, but I don't think they had nobody to sign. That's pitiful. That, matter of fact, that's horrible. Like I said, I know a lot of these kids come on the school in Tallahassee, but y'all need to get together with these other guys and say, hey, Let's do it one time for the hometown. Let's just try this year. Tell your mama. Y'all get your parents out there. Have a meeting. Have them go talk to Core Fuller. Try it one year. And watch what happened. Y'all just everybody get together. One year. I don't care what school you are at. North Florida, Christian, Lincoln, and all these schools I'm naming. I know y'all there. We got one guy that came back to the hometown as uh Mr. TJ Lee. He was playing center at God, but he didn't came back over there. He already got an offer from FAMU right now. I sent a tweet out earlier this week, like, hey, Alabama State, which school I went to, hey, y'all need to come get him. But I like I like that because you got to have that, The build a program. You got to have these guys passionate about what they're doing. You got to have, like, a weight room class. Like, okay, first and th- second period, uh, everybody playing ball, y'all got to sign up for this class. You got to have them guys in the summer program. You got to show them, hey, this is what we're going to be doing. You know, showing them love, but encouraging them at the same time and put, put putting them to work. Because right now, everybody should be having a program going on if you want to be the best at it. Because guess what? Them big time programs, they got weight, they got weight room schedules. Some of them probably got an E regiment. Like I, I think you told me one time, Seymour, that Lakeland. Them boys eat at the school or something like that. Yeah. They eat before, I mean this not during school time. I'm talking about this after school, they eating before they even
1: go home. Yeah. And and they got the offense while school going on, they lift at once one time, then right after the offense get out, lift and the uh defense come in and lift. See what I'm saying?
0: See, you need that. You need that to build up a program. And Corey Fuller, I see what he's doing. He got it rolling now. I I I see he got that going. And all these guys just want change. Just like Leroy. Leroy had all these guys to sign. That's all we want a chance. An opportunity to go play. Guys, y'all got that you really gotta tighten up and have self-discipline. In order to be successful, man, you you really going to have to have that to turn it on. I mean, Coach Fuller, at the same time, he can't be at your house and in your ear and calling all the time. Hey, man, y'all need to do this. Make sure y'all do. Yeah, he's going to give you instruction, but it's going to be on you to go home and do your few push-ups at night. On the weekend, get out there and run you a few extra sprints. On Sunday, after you get out of church or whatever you got going on, you're waking up early in the morning, go run you a few here about five or six heels. Seymour, explain to them why self-discipline is so important, man, not just in football, but life too.
1: They got to have it. If you don't have that self-discipline, ain't nothing you really, truly want to achieve going to go down. And then if you do achieve it, Say you achieve something in sports, but you ain't got the self-discipline when you're dealing with the gals or when you're dealing with money. You go out there and get too many gals, get too many people pregnant. Now, the money that you done made, and, and no matter what you're doing, that's going down the drain. That's going to different households. Then you weren't disciplined enough to have self-control and deal with one woman and have... The children from her and that becomes your wife well well she becomes your wife first, but that's just all a part of self-discipline that's just part of your life that you that you're gonna see after high school the self-discipline to to arrive at work on time or if you study in film because you're in school or you done made it to the big times you' studying your film you you you' at your workout times on point you're getting it all in. You ain't out there partying and drinking and smoking. You handling business Monday through Friday. And on the weekends, you get a little bit in, but you kicking back. You ain't trying to go out there and wild out. And, man, self-discipline builds your confidence. Instead of you, say we doing uh, box jumps, you can get to that highest box jump, but you get a little nervous and start having that self-doubt. Now you jump up and you miss the box, you might hurt yourself. Instead of you believing in yourself, saying, you know what, man, I done worked out hard day in and day out. I done squatted this weight. I'm up to 600 pounds squat. Man, I'm finna jump out the gym. And then you do it because now you done had the self-discipline. You done came in that weight room and you done got your workout on. You ain't cheating yourself because at the end of the day, no matter who you think you faking out of You ain't going your hardest That that again is that self-discipline Do you got it? that self-control To do what you're supposed to do Why are they looking or why are they not looking Because it's going to benefit you And when you look back on it You're going to see so many things in your life That you could say Man if I just would have gave it my all If I really would have gave it my all Now all of us say that But some people say it less than others. I, I, I can't say Tom Brady. I know I know you say we only going to talk about high school, but just to give an example, I believe Tom Brady go all out day in and day out. I know they got a little cheating thing going on, but still. I believe that boy went hard day in and day out. Jerry Rice, I believe that boy go hard day in and day out. I don't... God bless me with working out with a Hall of Famer named Darryl Green that played in the NFL for 20 years. He left the NFL at 42. I know he worked hard day in and day out. Like, them boys gave it all they had. Now, God might have blessed them with a certain level of talent, but them boys sure put in that work. So, at the end of the day, if you ain't got enough self-discipline to take yourself to class, and focus, sit in that front row and get that work to make your make the scores that you got to score on the test way easier versus you going in there playing, you ain't doing no work, thinking you getting by cuz everybody calling you the superstar and then you might go to college and get by cuz they call you the superstar. But in the end, who lost in that battle? You don't know nothing. So, if you going in there not learning nothing, how you gonna be able to apply yourself when you get into the real world? When them boys talking straight business and they ain't worrying about what you know and who you know. They trying to win, whether you're mm-hmm. gonna help them or not. So that's how I see that self discipline. Hi, right, what's your take on it?
0: Man, you gotta you gotta have that fella. And let me give you some examples. I saw some on Twitter where well, they had a picture of a guy. He was running a sprint, I guess, but it showed him stopping ahead of, of the line. And, it, and, and when I was looking at it, I thought about, you know, myself when I used to run those sprints, from high school to the junior college at Ellsworth to Alabama State University. And I thought about what what would it had even served me in a purpose to stop before the line, other than, man, oh shoot! I'm trying to help him get back to the other side. But it's like fool. What I'm thinking about, a fool. You didn't ran over here anyway. Might have well way touch the line. Might That's what be. I was thinking about when I was looking at that. Like you here, go on, touch the line. Finish the drill. Finish the drill. That's just like when you in the game and somebody gonna be jumping outside. Grabbing that face, man. Or, you know, a lot of time this happens with them DBs when they get beat. At a certain point, they go ahead and try to grab that receiver, tug on him. But sometimes they put themselves in a the bad position. Not all the time, but some of the time. Because, I, I mean, I done got beat on the route too, playing live. but I got to get out there and cover one of them boys, get shook down. Now, you're going to be embarrassed a little bit. But once they throw that ball up in the air, if you got yourself in the right position, now you can position yourself to make a play on the ball. And that's just like them guys who be jumping outside on offense or defense. That all, that all that come down to discipline. That's all it. That, and then some of uh, what they call that uh when, you, when you're tired, you're uh, – uh, fatigue. Fatigue. That's yeah, what they call it. When you fatigued sometimes when you fatigued you let that come, you know, come into play. But all that, you know what that really is? That discipline. Cause you self-discipline, you're gonna make sure you in shape when you're on that field. Not not your coaches making sure you're in shape, you gonna make sure you're in shape. I mean, it it just like if I'm out there playing. I don't care, and this is just an example. kind County going and playing Trinity Christian out of Jacksonville. Now, we done heard a lot of noise about Trinity Christian. Them boys pretty good. Top-notch athletes. They going playing Jacksonville Bowl, Top-notch athletes out of Jacksonville. Or they have to go play the Lakeland Now, nah. Or the Madison County Cowboy. You think I'm a little man... Outdo me, or outwork me. See all this coming to play before you even get on, get to that game day, before you get on the field. If you handle all your business before then, guess what? You're gonna be ready on game day. You're gonna make the plays you need to make, and you ain't gonna make no mistakes. Yeah, it's gonna be a little, you know, some here or there that the referee, they're gonna probably throw a phantom flag for. Uh, who knows what reason. But, man, y'all got to have that self-discipline. You got to you got to embed it in yourself. You got to go ahead and build that within yourself to have that self-discipline. Okay, if you know you need to lose on weight, especially if you're offensive line, defensive line, even linebacker, cornerback receiver, running back, during that offseason, make sure you do that. Because guess what? They ain't going to do nothing but make it faster. If you know you need to be on them weights a little harder, are running your sprints harder? Go ahead and do that. Because that comes down again, to your self-discipline. So y'all need to make sure y'all taking care of y'all business and doing what you need to do when you're away from the field, when you're away from your coaches. And then, especially with your schoolwork too, how, how you gonna expect to go to a college and tell my sign and they, if you ain't, Got no enough self discipline to do your work in school, and make sure you telling your mama, "Hey man, I need some help." In the class, I'm gonna go ahead and talk to my teacher tomorrow. So let everybody know your mama. I mean your parents, your teachers, and your coaches. Hey, I need help with it. I don't care what's going on. You should never feel embarrassed. Make <clears throat> make the most out of these situations from working out and your opportunities from working out to your schoolwork. To playing on the field. All that comes down to self-discipline. When you combine everything into one, that's what it all comes down to. Your self-discipline. Who out there working the hardest? Who working the hardest when ain't nobody out there? Who going out there on the weekend and running around? Um, Speaking back on Willie Simmons, I had bought his name up for a reason. And this, this is what I'm about to say. I remember I was in the eighth grade. I was go, I, well, I was going to the eighth grade. I was actually in the seventh grade going to the eighth grade. My brother, Don he used to bring me to the weight room like every night then to work out with him. So when he bring me, he, well, he used to bring me to the weight room. See, back then, the boys would be on that curating real heavy. I think that was probably was all across the nation, curating. And the boy ripped up, swole out there. So it was coming to Willie Simmons. It was going to his senior year. They had a receiver named Ronnie Thomas. He ended up no signing the Clemson with Ray Ray, but he was a junior, he was gonna be a junior that year on Ray Ray one year ahead of him. No lie, this is a true story. I remember going out there after me and my brother worked out. I would go out there and watch <laughs> Ain't no coach told this boy to do this now. Willie Simmons and Ronnie Thomas, they used to be doing something called a route tree. I'm in, the, I'm in the seventh grade. Now, you hear a lot of people talk about this stuff now. They were doing this in 1997. This was 1997. Um, that I learned about a route tree 1997. I'm watching Willie Simmons, Ray Ray. He he got Ronnie Thomas running running the route tree. And they used to, and I remember at the end of, at the end of, I used to watch them. At the end of it, he used to have Randy Thomas do this little fade route. and they'll do it like ten times in a row. And sometimes Ray Ray throw it to his back shoulder. He'll kind of draw back. It's like I can still remember it to this day. And I remember like, oh, I like that. Like dog, he coming out, they coming out here. And with no coaches out there, I'm talking about this it was getting dog. This during the summertime, but it's almost nine o'clock. These boys have been working on that field doing drills. Just I'm talking about it's just a quarterback, one quarterback and one receiver. So you know the receiver tied running the tunnel, But he running like he like he actually in a real game. He breaking on routes. I remember he used to do his head a certain way. And I remember and this. I learned a lot just watching this. Running Tom and Ray Ray. He did it like it, he was at a game. Like he'll say, "Ah, shit. I remember he used to." I'm like, "Damn, why he said that? that sounds so ugly?" I remember I used to think that, like, why he said that like that. Guess what? All this came the true fruition. All this came to pass. I was at a game. and shame. And uh. While I'm at the game, Ray Ray did that, she, and I can hear "see." That it sounds so ugly to me. I know I was going to the eighth grade. But I'm like, dog, that sound ugly." Why he said it "see" like that? He said it just like how he had said it when the boys out there during the summer. He dropped back. Guess what he did? They throw that. He threw that fade route. Running Thomas jumped up. It was. It was almost like they. It's like if somebody could have did a photograph or like a imitation of what happened that day. It went exactly like that. Ronnie Thomas jumped the really through the ball that fade right, that fade right to the back of the end zone, back shoulder. I'm talking about this high school. These boy was in high school. i never forget that. And to speak a little bit more on that, and these boys, they worked out like, like this all the time, all the time. I went to a game. Shanks, I'm, now I'm in eighth grade. It's like this, the same season. I remember seeing um Ray Ray do this when they was out there. He had pointed. He had pointed to running. Ain't nobody out there on the field. They ain't got no. See back in this back in these days, it wasn't no seven on seven passing, lead and all this. How these boys got now. Ray Ray. He turned. He spent that. <laughs> it like somebody. He like somebody was chasing him. He spent. And he he going, you know, kind of toward the sideline. He pointed to the end zone, running, broke off his rock, went right to where he pointed, he threw the ball. This true story. You can ask anybody who was at this game that night. Uh Shanks played team named Swanny. Ray Ray he did the exact same thing. He spent. He going to the sideline. He pointed in the end zone. This a true story. Anybody anybody who was at that game they'll tell you that he pointed at the end zone. It's like a sixty-some yard pass. Guess who caught the ball? Running Tom and then it is on right the where he pointed. So that's why I'm saying, fella, y'all, if y'all get that self-discipline and doing this stuff when ain't nobody looking, look at that man. He the head coach at found you right now. But it's a lot of people won't know about this. A lot of people won't know, like, oh, he was working like that. That boy's already a coach. And he he at that time. He was in eleventh grade, going to the twelfth. He was going to the twelfth grade, so he was number seventeen years old. That boy was seventeen years old, perfecting his craft. So that's what we saying, fellas. Y'all got to be self-disciplined and start preparing now for your for for your day tomorrow. Yeah, fellas. So y'all got to have that discipline. Y'all got to have that discipline and staying focused, and staying on track with what you need to do. See more what you got. I'm
1: like you, man. You got to stay on top of it 24-7. It really really should be like a challenge with, like, getting real good at your back powder. where you coming out that break, where you can pick that out route off, or you can jump that curl. Uh, It's really like you going in there. I'm going to lift weights harder than I did yesterday. I'm going to go harder than I did yesterday. And I know it it, it takes energy and time and focus, but, man, that self-discipline in the end, those victories that you're going to get after that hard work, man, it's going to bring you to a new mindset, man, a new place, a new level that you ain't never even seen before just because you got that self-discipline. So, man, if you got a chance right now, opportunity right now, it's in that part of the year where there ain't no real football going on, man, get your grind on, get your grind on, get on that track team, go all out. If you're on the basketball team, it's about to probably wrap up in a little bit. Go all out. Whatever you're doing, go all out. You're in the classroom, go all out, man. Don't get in there clowning with the boys, trying to clown on them gals or trying to holler at them girls, man. Man, you can do any of that between class, man. Be about your business in that classroom, setting, on that field, on your own private time, man. Be about business. Business going to take care of business. Horse playing and that that nonsense, they ain't gonna get you nowhere. You gotta have that self discipline, man. that that's my take on it, though.
0: Yes, sir, man. I want to thank y'all for listening and tuning in, man. Hey, we here to support y'all. If y'all got any question, man, y'all be sure to email us. We want to hear, you know, if y'all got anything, y'all want to suggest that we talk about, or some of y'all might want to know, y'all hit us up on our email. Life and football2020 at gmail.com. Or uh, if y'all want to retweet us or send us some on Twitter, it's life and ball at life and ball on Twitter. Or you can just type in the words on your Twitter, life and football will pop up. Man,
1: so for me to y'all, it's life and ball. We gone. I'll-